0: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. The information presented on Money Talks is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult a financial advisor or any other qualified professional for guidance about your personal finance questions.
1: Welcome back to Money Talks on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here with Nancy Lotcher anderson president of New Perspective co-author of the book, Piggy Planet, Prudent Investors Get Going Young. Our guest today is a representative from Complete to Compete. That's a statewide initiative designed to help Mississippi adults who've earned college credit but don't have a degree better their lives by completing a degree program. So if you have a question about that, you can give us a call. Also, Nancy is here ready to take your personal finance questions. The phone number to join our conversation is 1-877-MPB-RING. It's one 1-877- 877 Six seven two seven four six four or email the show money at mpbonline.org. So good morning, uh, Nancy. Hope you're doing well this morning. Good morning. Uh, what about financial news in the news?
2: Well, um, this is uh, pertaining to Stephanie because we got a new jobs report and our unemployment rate is at the lowest it's been since I believe nineteen sixty nine. But understand that investors don't play pay attention to the employment rate, they pay attention to how many jobs are created each month. Based on our current population and its characteristics, we need 150,000 jobs every month just to cover those people who are coming into the workforce. Well, it dropped to 138,000. Now, we're just watching that because that's just one month. We can have revisions. The previous month was good. So we will just have to see how it plays out. But we're watching those. But those uh, low unemployment rates are good for people looking for jobs, not so good for retail heading into the Christmas season because they're going to be fighting for folks to work the cash registers.
1: And uh, since we're going to be talking about higher education uh, in a general purpose today, I noticed the, and I, is it faf- FAFSA?
2: Right, the FAFSA. Is, uh,
1: is it that, that, that time of year that uh, pr- prospective college students uh, need to be thinking about filling that out?
2: Right, and I just saw an article um, yesterday about some changes in FAFSA. I did not read through the whole thing, but there have been some adjustments, so you need to go look up that if you have uh, somebody go into college.
1: All right. And the Stephanie that... Uh, uh, Nancy referenced is Stephanie Bullock. She's our guest today and she is the project coordinator of Complete to Compete. So, Stephanie, thanks for joining us this morning.
3: Thank you for the opportunity.
1: And as a broadcaster, I say thank you for giving me a tongue twister to say throughout the hour. <laughs> I have to slow down and say that very slowly so I get the, w- the words in the right order. You there.
3: can say C to C. All right, very
1: yeah. good. Uh, so, we are going to be talking about this program that uh, helps people kind of finish up college degrees again. So, if you have a question about that or a personal finance question, you can give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring Our phone number is one 672 7464 So uh, why was C2C created?
3: Well, um, Complete to Compete was created to help with the educational attainment rate in Mississippi. And um, we knew that we had some adult learners who had some college credit, but had stopped out and had not gone back and finished their degrees for lots of reasons we knew that we didn't have enough high school students that were going to be coming into the college realm in order for us to um, only use them toward the educational attainment rate so we knew we had to dive into those adult learners um, to help with that population in our colleges so Complete to Compete is a statewide initiative to help adult learners come back and finish their degrees, finish what they started.
1: And uh, it's more, though, than uh, obviously you're helping each individual person. If they get a college degree, they're probably going to be able to to, uh, get a better job, increase their standard of living. Uh, Mm -hmm. But it's not just for them. It really helps the entire state.
3: Oh, sure. Absolutely. So obviously, the more that... We have with degrees, the more people we have with degrees, the more uh, better jobs that they're going to be able to get, which hopefully are higher-paying jobs. Uh, and then that money just cycles back into the economy, which helps our state thrive. And potential employers look at those education
2: attainments to decide if they're going to locate here because they're looking yes. for skilled workers. Yes,
1: uh, so, is this a recent, a recent initiative?
3: We launched in August of 2017, so mm-hmm. we are just over a year old.
1: And um, is this going to be something that's uh, permanent, or is it is, is it something that people need to pay attention to uh, deadlines to make sure they get in on on this program?
3: It is a it is a permanent program. We currently um, have. Our first class, our first cohort, if you want to call it that, that have just come through. But currently, we have almost 900 people enrolled now. So how do you find these people? um, Actually, twofold. So we had a group of people that we targeted, that we solicited to, marketed to. And those were people that we knew, they were in the system. We knew they started and did not complete their degrees. And so that's getting information from your colleges in the state? Correct. Are they feeding that to you? Correct. Um, And then there were, we only went back 15 years, though. Um, And then there are others that have just heard about it from social media, from the news, um, from our other marketing efforts. And they can, anyone can opt in. But we we started with a target group of about 85,000 people that we knew we wanted to solicit to specifically based on the information we had on them.
1: Stephanie Bullock is our guest today. She's helping us learn more about Complete to Compete. Uh, she is the project coordinator for that program. Uh, and again, got some open phone lines. This is an interesting program and I think uh, an innovative one. So if you have a question about that or personal finance question, please give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one 672 I'd like to get into kind of the workings of how the, the initiative works, but let's maybe talk a little bit about some of the uh, circumstances or reasons why someone might not have been able to complete their college uh, uh, degree kind of at the first crack?
3: Well, there are lots of reasons that people don't finish their degrees. Um, life gets in the way. Um, finances are an issue. Um, children, uh, ill parents, um, you know, those are all things that just take priority over college um, as you get into life, and we understand that. Um but there also were a couple of policy changes for people that did not finish their degrees. I said we went back fifteen years, and there have been a couple of things that have changed in policies um, since then that would cause someone to have maybe already earned their degree but necessarily didn't get it and that was part of our target group part of our 85,000 um, and those policies were that the first one in 2005 the university system capped the number of hours required to receive your bachelor's degree prior to that there were no cap on the number of hours and so we went from a, a broad range of what it would take to um, limiting it to 120 to 124 hours just for an, a bachelor's degree so so there were people out there who had 130, 140, 150 hours and no degree. Maybe they kept Because changing. they weren't the right hours, right? Correct. They, maybe they kept changing their major. And so with each major change, there was something else required. And that would add to the hours. Um, but then also in 2013, um, we implemented a reverse transfer policy where if you went to a university, took um, I'm sorry, if you went to a community college, took credits, didn't get your associate, went on to a university, took credits, didn't get your bachelor's, but yet you had enough to reverse those credits back to the community college. To receive an associate degree, you could do what we call a reverse transfer associate. And to get an associate degree, you only have to have between 60 and 62 hours. So those are two reasons that a lot of our um, target group did not have a degree but had the hours for a degree.
1: And um, I imagine that this is a diverse group. Are there any maybe age ranges or uh, a- anything that kind of would identify the the typical person in this, or is it again too varied uh, to, to to kind of pin that down?
3: It was varied um, nationally. An adult learner is of twenty four years or older. Um, here in Mississippi, we did include our twenty one year old. Um, adult learners and older, simply because they're, they fit the criteria um, for what we were looking for, and we didn't want to leave out that small range of adult learners.
1: Um, So, let's do this. Let's uh, take our first break. When we get back, as I said, we'll dive into exactly how the Complete to Compete program works. (laughs) Uh, And we've got some open phone lines if you'd like to learn more about this. Our guest today is Stephanie Bullock, Project Coordinator for Complete to Compete. The phone number to call to join the conversation, it's 1-877-MPB-RING. 1-877-672-7464. So, how much more do graduates with a bachelor's degree typically earn than those with only a high school degree Is it 20 percent, 40 percent, 60 percent or even more? We'll have that answer for you when we get back from the break. This is Money Talks on MPB Think Radio.
0: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.
1: Welcome back to Buddy Talks on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here with Nancy latridge Janderson, president of New Perspectives. If you ever missed part of Money Talks and would like to go back and listen again, you can go to mpbonline.org slash Money Talks. Also, don't forget about the MPB Public Media app. When you download that for your smartphone, you can listen to all the programs on MPB Think Radio on your schedule. We're visiting today with Stephanie Bullock from the Complete to Compete program. We're learning about this initiative by the state of Mississippi to help adult learners uh, finish up their college degrees. So we talked a little bit, uh, Stephanie, about you know the whys and the whys wherefores, but let's uh, kind of dig in and tell us a little bit about how Complete to Compete works. Uh, you, Someone fills out an application, maybe we could start the, you know, the process and kind of work our way through.
3: Sure. Um, the first step would be for them to fill out the application. They can do so at a, our website at the number 2 org, and they can click on the button that says learn more and that takes you straight to the application it's a very simple easy quick application to give us enough information to kind of guide the conversation when we when we contact you Um, that application goes directly to their c2c coach which is a person at the institution in which they choose so at the end of the application you choose which interest institution you'd like to get your degree from and there is a liaison at that institution specific for complete to compete, they are a one-stop shop. Um, you, they help you. They they guide you. They hold your hand. They get you through the process of admissions, financial aid. Um, if you have a past debt, um, evaluating your transcripts to tell you where are where am I in my degree plan? What do I have left? And so they they guide you through the process because adult learners have been out of school for a while, two years or more. And we think about even when I was in school, technology's changed so much that. I would be lost if I weren't in the field that I were in um, In in going back. So having that one-stop shop is very critical and I think is a game changer for this program. Um, Once you get with that Complete to Compete coach, um, they evaluate transcripts, tell you where you are, and then you make a decision of uh, what to take next and get enrolled.
1: And, you know, when I was in college, surprising, I, I sometimes would, you know, skip a class or two. And I remember <laughs> not
3: <laughs> you, Kevin,
1: I remember there was one particular class where I actually uh, missed quite a few classes in a row. I say all that to say this was I was kind of reluctant to head back, you know, kind of like, oh, my gosh, I haven't been here in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I might have the book that we're not using anymore. It's, you know, kind of anxiety <laughs> about that. Do the coaches kind of help these adult learners? Because as you were saying, things have changed so much. Is there an addition to? kind of working the how to get back financially, is there kind of maybe like social supports, like a coach, as you say coach kind of cheering them on?
3: Yes, so our C2C coaches are great cheerleaders um, and they are they are emotionally invested. Um, I've had stories where they would spend hours helping someone that wanted to come back and then all of a the sudden they'd get enrolled in everything and then all of a the sudden they don't show up for class and that coach is just devastated. At, well, what happened? What happened? And, and you know, life happens and we understand Understand that, but they are there for that. But then each institution has wraparound services um, to help the students in whatever they may need. Um, it just whatever their need is, the coach can direct them to the right person.
1: Okay. Um, oh. Uh, did I answer our question? I I don't think I did. College graduates with a bachelor's degree typically earn 66% more than those with only a high school diploma, and they're far less likely to face unemployment. So again, really underscoring the importance of...
4: uh, Um,
2: And Kevin, I will say, looking at the graphs of unemployment from 2008 till today, it's amazing the gap between um, the college-educated and the Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. non-college-educated. Even at the worst point of our Financial crisis for college educated people, their employment rates were uh, unemployment rates were somewhere between five and six percent. For everybody else, it was
1: over 10 percent. We have a caller on the line, and we say good morning to Charles from Jackson. Charles, you're on the air with us. Go ahead, please.
4: How are you all this morning? Good mm-hmm. question and a comment. <clears throat> and I, well, the comment is the program that you're speaking of that sounds like a very good program. And you know, overall, as far as the country's concerned, Mississippi is rated number forty-eighth in the country thereabouts as far as the education compared to you know fifty you know the states that we have uh, in this country. How do you see this program say affecting that rating, if 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 at at if at all? And also the. Was, there was some statements made earlier about companies coming to Mississippi because of education. Well, you know, Mississippi has the lowest per capita income of all the states. So someone could say that the companies that do come to Mississippi, they're looking for low wages you know, as as an incentive, as one of the incentives. So... And what position do you take on the overall education system in Mississippi as it relates to uh, pre-K, you know, uh, elementary to um, high school, and also you know all the states across the country now are reducing their support for education. So therefore, students are having to borrow more money, like feel and you know the amount of money for FAFSA, these Pell's grant, those dollar amounts have been decreasing. So how do you? Put all this together and and trying to, say, make the education system in Mississippi a much better one for the citizens so that the per capita income for the entire state can go up and there'll be more companies that do wish to come to Mississippi because there's a, a large pool of skilled labor.
1: All right. uh, Charles, thanks uh, for the call. And, you know, education is certainly a concern uh, for, um, you know, state lawmakers. And I think as a state, we 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 know that uh, a well-educated citizenry uh, is a is a benefit in many ways. But, Stephanie, we're we're talking today about this kind of this one specific Mm -hmm. way to uh, to help out. Um, so, um, any and thoughts, that you, uh, Nancy? On well, I'm
2: going to I'm going to take issue with one comment that he made about employers wanting to come to Mississippi because they're looking for low wage workers. Um, they can go a lot of other places that are even lower than Mississippi. For instance, crossing the border, and so that's not a winning game for us. Uh, what we need to do is up our game as far as the skills and education of our workforce right. to attract higher income jobs and that would lift everyone
3: and his his question on how is Complete to Compete, helping the education system nationally, Um, the purpose of the program is to help people to finish their degrees so that they can get a better paying job. Um, And a report by Georgetown University says that by 2020, 30% of the jobs in the United States are going to require um, education beyond high school. So this program is impacting that. We are preparing Mississippians to be able to take those skilled better skilled jobs those better paying jobs so that they can provide for their families um, and make a better life which in return as we said earlier helps the state to thrive and helps us to put back into the state um, and maybe you know raise our rankings and get us up off of the bottom Um, Mississippi's currently at 37.5 percent when it comes to educational attainment and we are working to increase So what does that. that mean? 37.5% of the population in Mississippi has a degree beyond high school. They have an associate degree. So how does or, that compare um nationally? Yes. Um we're we are at the bottom. Yeah. Yes. I yeah. don't know the exact number off the top of my head, but we we are not where we need to be.
1: Um so all uh state uh, uh colleges and universities participating in the in this program?
3: All of the public universities and community colleges, yes. So there are 15 community colleges, and there are eight public universities and the medical center. What about your private schools? They are not a part of this initiative. Have you invited them to be? We have not. Why not? Um, This is a grant-funded program um, that was specific to our... Can they raise their hand and say, I want to participate? That conversation has not happened yet.
2: Okay. Well, I, I will also agree with one thing our caller talked about is we've had a cut in the funding for college education. So uh, there's been there have been limits put on federal funding of loans and Pell grants, and that does affect people being able to complete, because financial issues are major. We look at how expensive college is. We need to find a way to make it more affordable for our folks so they can complete the degree.
1: Um, and so I, th- I think you mentioned that there's this kind of the first group of, of uh, 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 learners going through this. Um, do you have some ideas of how, how close are a lot of people to getting a degree?
3: A lot of the people that are coming back Because we targeted those that already had enough credits, they didn't need to enroll necessarily in a class. They just needed to apply for graduation and get their degree, Um, but... I, the ones that are enrolling, they are between one and five classes away. But, but, but don't be fooled. I mean, we do have some that are coming back that have three and four semesters that they're going to need. But the fact that they've shown the effort to actually apply to the program and say, I want to finish, is very encouraging. I mentioned that we have almost 900 people enrolled right now, um, and we've awarded right at 700 degrees in, the, in a year's time.
1: And so um, we talked about uh, the person who applies and then gets the, the coach that's at the uh, particular uh, institution that they're going to. And again, so remind us, if you would, of some of the things that once someone's in the c to c program, uh, financial aid, what are the things that, that they can get by participating?
3: Um, So there are several incentives to the Complete to Compete program. The C2C coach is one of those. Um, But we also have the C2C grant. Uh, We were funded by Kellogg. We were given $3.5 million through a grant um, from Kellogg that allows us to use the money for scholarships. And that money can be used to pay for a past debt. So if a student... Which is a big thing for a lot of people. They get messed up with...
2: paying the bursar's office and they just give up and go away.
3: That is correct. And so and that may have been 10 years ago. Um, And again, you just never find the money to pay them. You're busy paying bills so you can stay alive and leave your lights on in your house. Um, So this allows us to be able to help someone uh, to get that debt paid off so that they can get that transcript or so they can re-enroll in that institution. It is a $500 award, but it can be renewed from semester to semester as long as you stay enrolled and you're in good academic standing with the institution. Um, We also have a degree that was created in association with all of the public universities. It is our university studies degree program, and it has some flexibility built into that degree program that allows students to have, for example, grade forgiveness. Um, so any F grade prior to enrolling and complete to compete would not be calculated in your graduation GPA. And two, you think about an eighteen-year-old and they don't do well their first semester or second semester. They leave. Now twenty years later, they come back. They're they're a mature adult now. Right. Um, they they just need a little help. So we don't calculate those F grades in so that then they're able to um, work toward progression of the proper GPA to graduate. So those are just a a couple of the incentives for the program.
2: You know, I think we also need to talk about the preparation of our students as they head into college. And that's where we have some issues with some of our school districts that aren't doing the best job preparing those students. And I see the difference when I was teaching at Mississippi College. And you see students walk in, and some students are, are coming in the door three steps behind. And it doesn't seem fair. They haven't been given what they needed In K through 12, and that becomes a problem because then that higher institution has to figure out how do I bring this person up to speed and not lose them along the way.
1: Right. Um, so, um, oh, um, if someone started their up a higher education career in at an institution in another state, I mean, is, are they eligible? Do they have to have been in Mississippi first and completing in Mississippi, or are we just allowing anyone to uh, to that may have attended college elsewhere?
3: If they are a Mississippi resident, they are eligible for the program. Um, However, if they don't have any earned credit at one of our public institutions, one of the participating institutions, they're going to have a little further to go to complete their degree than someone who already had earned credit at that institution due to SAC's policy that 25 percent of your degree has to be earned at the institution that is awarding the degree. So yes, they are eligible if they're a Mississippi resident now. And the flip side to that is if you had some credit earned at one of our public institutions and have moved out of state and are able to finish it online, you can do so. The only the caveat to that is you are not a you're not eligible for the grant money because you're not a Mississippi resident.
1: Uh, so we have mentioned a couple of things: grade forgiveness and online learning. But maybe a couple of other uh, paths an individual might take uh, to try to earn that degree: military service, maybe, or, or credit for. Uh, I guess you you get credit for your previous. Sure.
3: Yes. Okay. So there have been a couple of institutions that are working with some flexibility on prior learning assessments are giving um, more credit for the military and we are currently working with a couple of pilot institutions to try and get that a little more advanced um, and offer some different avenues for people with um, work experience and, and prior learning.
1: Uh, time for another break. We've got some open phone lines. So if you're interested about the Complete to Compete program or if you have a personal finance question, the phone lines are open and ready for your call. The number is one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one 672 7464 You can email the show. It's money at mpbonline.org. How much more over a lifetime do you think the average worker can make with a bachelor's degree compared with a worker without a post-secondary education degree? We'll have that answer as we continue our discussion. After this break on Money Talks on MPB Think Radio.
0: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.
1: Welcome back to Money Talks on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here with Nancy Lottridge-Anderson, president of New Perspectives. Uh, We're visiting today with Stephanie Bullock, the project coordinator for Complete to Compete. It's a program of the state of Mississippi that helps adult learners uh, finish up and earn uh, degrees from institutions of higher learning. Uh, So, Stephanie, before the break, uh, oh, and by the way, sorry, I always forget (laughs) to answer our trivia questions. Over the course of a lifetime, the average worker with a bachelor's degree will earn approximately $1 million more than a worker without a post-secondary education degree. So, again, that really does underscore the importance of this of of uh, trying to have uh, citizens who have uh, higher uh, education degrees, it really helps not only them but it helps the entire state and and also the the, the country as well. Um, so earlier we, you had talked about. Um, Education attainment—it's sort of the the percentage of uh, citizens who have uh, a, a college degree. And you said Mississippi was on the bottom, and weren't sure what the national average is. But I think you've you've done some checking, and you've got some information for us.
3: Yes. So you asked, you know, where do we uh, compare uh, nationally? And Mississippi is at thirty seven point five, and nationally uh, we're at forty six point nine. So that kind, of, there's a huge gap there that we need to close um, and complete to compete. Is working very hard to close that gap.
1: Um, and also um, you mentioned the uh, the website uh, if someone's interested in this, if you could repeat that and also is there a phone number that they could call to try to get information?
3: Yes. So the website is ww.dot the number two C dot org. And I do not know the number off the top of my head to be honest with you.
1: It is eight three three. C- 2C4EDU. Thank
3: you. All Thank right. you.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I hate those letter numbers like that. I just sit there with the phone trying to figure it out. <laughs>
1: um, what has the reaction been to the the uh, institutions of higher learning, the colleges and universities uh, in Mississippi that are participating? Is this something uh, that they've kind of eagerly embraced and, and kind of have been looking for, you think?
3: Yes. Uh, they definitely have been eager. Um, the the C2C coaches, as well as their um, administration, have been very passionate about putting policies in place and uh, procedures in place to make this a seamless process at their institutions. I will say we were all very overwhelmed in the very beginning. We had a thousand applications in three days mm. after launching. So there was a bit of um, an overwhelming feeling in the beginning. Um, The coaches were working nights, weekends. Um, On average, last fall, a C2C coach was working 30 hours a week on just complete to compete, and I should say that these coaches were already full-time employees of the institutions that were given this as an additional responsibility. So when I say they worked 30 hours on just complete to compete, you think, well, I mean, I work 40, 50, 60. No, they were working 30 in addition to their already full-time job Um, so that should speak to their dedication um, and their passion and they've all been very willing to do what it takes to help these adult learners finish their degrees.
2: And understand that um, higher institutions want to get their numbers up.
3: That is correct.
2: Absolutely. Ab- yes. They want to be able to say, we're graduating at this yes. percentage, and that's why you need to come to our school.
3: Well, it's become a competition, too, but a fun competition between the coaches, because the coaches talk between the institutions, and um, we've become our own little group, and they compete with each other. They want to know the numbers, who's ahead of who, and you know, um, the administration wants to know, hey, do we have the most c to c graduates? right now? Um, Did we have the biggest class? So it's become a little bit of a competition which has made it fun as well.
1: So we got some open phone lines. If you have a personal finance question, or if you want to know more about complete to compete, the program that we're talking about on Money Talks this morning, you can give us a call. The phone number is one eight seven seven MPB ring. It's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. You can also email the show. It's money at Online dot org. Um, so I think you said that you've gone back. Um, so to people who have attended college within the last 15 years am i saying that right
3: we did and that data was pulled two years ago so uh we we didn't want to go back too far and have too much data to work with um so we went back 15 years of the non-completers both at the university level and the community college level it's the first time that's ever been done um and we started with about eight hundred twenty-five thousand records i'll say records because obviously people go to multiple institutions and um, we narrowed that down after an extensive uh, vetting process to the 85,000 that I talked about.
1: So is that 15 uh, year, is that going to be kind of the the cutoff for how long ago someone went to college that can compete in that program or that was just the starting point? That
3: was just the starting point of who we were going to solicit to market to specifically. Um, Anyone can opt into the program and they have. Um, Our very first degree awarded was from a lady who was Uh, beyond the 15-year mark. So she was not in our target group, but she heard about it, opted in, said, what do I have to lose? And she had enough credits to earn a bachelor's degree in general studies with three minors. And that was from Ole Miss, and her name was Deborah Harris. And that was just a fantastic story. She now wants to work um, with literacy in Mississippi, and she is a current Walmart employee. So 52 years old. um, I hope she doesn't kill me for saying her age on the air. Um, but her daughter was, we had a special ceremony for and her daughter and her husband came. The governor presented her with her uh, degree. It was an amazing time. But she's a great example of someone who was not in our target group, was not in that 15-year range, but heard about it and opted in. And I have hundreds of stories like that.
1: And so in that case, as we said, things like online learning, you don't necessarily have to physically attend the, the, the institution that you choose. With modern technology, there are other ways to yes. help uh, get those degrees. And then, as you said, a lot of times it's kind of just sifting through and, and and kind of organizing the work that they've already done to make sure that they get a degree.
3: Yeah, and – There have been plenty of times that someone applied and chose an institution, and after talking with that coach at that institution and that coach evaluating their transcripts, it really was a better idea that they, based on their needs, wants, desires for them to go to another institution another public institution and so they would they refer students back and forth across the institutions which is not something that's typically done but we have the student's best interest at heart and we want to help them get their degree in the fastest path that, that we can and and still get it in in what they need for their family and and what is going to be best for them so that is a, another unique characteristic of this program
1: so we talked about sort of the the back end of how long ago someone might have attended college. What about on the other side? Is this I mean, is there a time that you yes. attended college and you have to wait a certain amount of time to qualify
3: for the program? So the requirements for the program are that you're at least 21 years of age, you have not earned a post secondary degree, and that you've been out of college at least two years, 24 consecutive months. And the reason for that is that we don't want current students just jumping over to this program because they think it's a better path for them because remember the whole premise of this program was to re-engage adult learners who started and did not complete Um, so we're not targeting currently enrolled students we're targeting those that started and have not thought about coming back
1: uh, so uh, Nancy, we talked about this earlier in the show, but wonder if you could maybe expand on this. You know, uh, the we talked about the the, um, the how much more earning power you have over the lifetime, but also changing uh, the jobs are changing, becoming more sophisticated and that thing. So if you would again speak to the little bit about the 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 need for having a college degree,
2: and and I am going to qualify that because um, it's not just any college degree that will get you that big difference or that big bump up. Up and pay. So, you need to be very careful about what type of degree and what the job market is for that degree, and students need to pay attention to that. Um, it's interesting, just in the last few weeks, um, at one of our CFA luncheons, we heard Dr. Bill Rayburn, former finance professor at Ole Miss, and he's very passionate about bringing technology to Oxford, Mississippi, and they're starting new businesses up there, um, and so that means that we need to train our students in uh, the science, the technology, the engineering, the math, all of that, so that they are prepared for those employers when they come in. But that's, that would be my biggest concern, Stephanie, that as we push for, we want you to have a degree, that we sometimes will um, convey the idea that this is the magic bullet, So, yes, I'm very proud that this person got a degree, but a degree in general studies is not terribly valuable, honestly.
3: Um, I would disagree just a bit because we're talking about adult learners who already have a profession and typically just need a piece of paper to be promoted to that next level. Okay, I'll give you that. And that employer doesn't really care what that degree is in. They're already trained. They already know the process. They know the company. but. I, because of HR policies, I can't hire you. I can't, I mean, yeah, I can't Okay, I'll give you, you. that.
2: So but there are cases where if you really want yes. to break out to a, another industry, you have yes. to have a specific degree that has a value in that industry.
3: But Complete to Compete is not just for general studies degrees. So adult learners can come back and finish their degree in whatever they want. If they want to be an accountant, they can come back and finish their degree in accounting. Um, again, we analyze what their needs and goals are and then direct them on that. All right, that brings me to another question. Do you track, as you look at these uh, people
2: coming into the program what majors are you seeing mostly and
3: coming in and going out? That is data that we are compiling now since we've just hit the one year mark. So I I don't have the answer to that, but I'd be glad to come back on and share that another time. We'd love it.
1: But also I think that's one of the roles that the the coach can possibly do is to uh, look at what uh, credits a person has earned, but also possibly helping steering them towards a degree that might be a little bit more valuable in today's modern society. they do.
3: part of the evaluation process. Mm-hmm.
1: What about um, a, a model for other states in the country? Is this, is this a, a, a relatively new idea and is, is Mississippi maybe uh, out in front of this?
3: Yes. Um, I am proud to say that we are. Um, because this, we're so behind. I know, right? <laughs> yes. We're actually ahead of the game. Um, we. So this is a, an idea that the state of Indiana began with you, the You Can Go Back campaign. And um, And we modeled it after that program, but we have taken it to so many different levels now that even Indiana has has come back to us and asked us for some suggestions on certain things and really liked some of the um, procedures that we put into place that they didn't, mostly the accountability piece um, in being able to track everything. Um, Since we launched, which has only been a year, we have actually traveled all around the country and because we've been asked to present on Complete to Compete and what we're doing and this unique um, incentives that we've put in place for this program, we've also done webinars, um, phone calls um, with other states. I will actually be traveling with a couple of our coaches to west virginia later this month because they invited us to come and share with them and they're going to share with us what they're doing with the program similar to what we have so um gosh i wish i had uh, counted but I, i know that we have helped and mentored somewhere between 13 and 20 other states at this point that are looking at doing something similar
1: you know, and one other thought I had when we were talking about the idea of, you know, the which degree to go for and that sort of thing, I would imagine, again, I sense the reticence of someone who has not been in the higher uh, education setting for a long time. And I would think that maybe when they get into this program, get their feet back wet, get the little bit of confidence to know that they can return and be an adult learner, that that might possibly spur them on for, a, you know, more education, maybe sure. a, a different degree that would, would better qualify them for, for some of the challenges sure. that we face in the the coming.
2: And I would say I go back to what you mentioned before. I just remembered when I stepped into graduate school after being away for a long time, things were so different. And it can be just overwhelming, uh, you know, I, I I'd never dealt with a course with online content and how you how you find what you need by going online and and the technology in just registering for a class. Yes. It is just Um, Again, overwhelming for those students trying to go back into a system and then learning how to study and prepare for classes. It's a big deal.
3: It really is. Um, I'm actually in that boat now, um, jumping back into finishing my master's degree you know, I, I think I know how to do this t- type of thing. And researching on the online library is killing me right yes, now. Yes, um, But our coaches, again, that is where they come in. And I, I could not be more proud of the way they've jumped in and gone the extra mile more than what we've ever asked them to do to help make sure that these adult learners are comfortable and know how to do what they need to do to get back in school.
1: All right. Uh, time for one last break this hour. But before we do that, I want to repeat both the phone number and the website uh, slowly because it's a little tricky to remember. So the website is msc2c.org. So msc2c.org. Or you could call 833-C, the number 2-C-4-E-D-U. So the phone number is 833-C2C-4-E-D-U. So how many first time, full-time students don't graduate within six years, do you think? We'll have that for you after the break. You're listening to Money Talks on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back to Money Talks on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here with Nancy Lotridge-Anderson. Uh, today we're visiting with Stephanie Bullock from the Complete to Compete program. She's the project coordinator. We've been talking about this program that helps adult learners return to college to finish up their degree. More than 40% of first-time, full-time students who enroll in bachelor's degree programs don't graduate within six years. So again, you know, we talked about uh, the um, that there is a real need for this. And so it's uh, an innovative program that we can proudly say Mississippi's kind of leading the way in this. So, um, can someone who wants to finish their master's degree benefit from this program?
3: Complete to Compete is designed to help you finish your first post-secondary degree. So, it does not help anyone with a master's. Directly. I would say indirectly, though, we do have people that have come through the program and finished that are wanting to further their education, whether it's they finished an associate degree and they want to carry on and finish a bachelor's and then we have some that have completed their bachelor's and have written to us and said hey this encouraged me i'm going to go on and finish my master's these are people that had quit school you know for whatever reason and so um so the program is not designed to directly help you with your master's um but it has encouraged others to finish
1: Um, So what kind of feedback? uh, We talked about the the lady from uh, Oxford, I think it was, that got her degree. What are are some of the other kind of anecdotal feedback you're getting from the participants of the program?
3: Oh, goodness. Uh, Thankful, grateful. Um, It's funny to me that we just needed to um, put a name to this, wrap it up, put a bow on it, and say, we want you to come back. Um, I've even seen where some people said, we didn't know you wanted us to come back. You know, I owed you money. Um, I dropped out. I didn't finish. We didn't know you wanted me to come back. But anybody can go back and just readmit themselves at an institution and start back again. Um, but having just a little bit of motivation and encouragement from the state was all that many of these people needed. Um, it's really been a game changer. And I'm I'm very anxious to three to five years out seeing where these people are after completing their degree, because that, that will be the true story. That will be the bigger picture.
1: And uh, before the break, we told you how to get in touch. And again, like to repeat that, because it is a bit of a tricky uh, website and <laughs> phone number. So the phone number is 833-C2C4EDU. 833-C2C4EDU. And the website is MSC, the number C, I'm sorry, MSC the number two C <laughs> dot org so it's MSC2C dot org. Yes, we talked about the, the website at the beginning of the show, uh, Stephanie, but you said um, that that's a, certainly kind of the portal to get into the program, but there's some other useful information on there as well.
3: Yes, I would encourage you to go to our website and take a look at what all we have there. But specifically, I want to point out the resources page of our website. There are the instructions for the complete to compete grant and what all it takes. To to um, To apply for that and be considered for that program. It's very important to read those instructions. And then there's also a Connect to Careers page on our website that allows um, anyone, really, but it is, it is specifically for our C2C graduates to go and, and look at what jobs are open in Mississippi. A lot of times, you know, these larger websites are just full of... I don't know, jobs that aren't pertinent to what you're looking for. These, there's three websites on this page and they are specific to what jobs are open in Mississippi. So it really encourages you, if you are looking for a job, go to our website and take a look at that page. Um, and as our c c graduates graduate, that is very important to us that we are connecting them to Mississippi employers that will give them better paying jobs.
1: And also uh, there is the C2C Pathfinder app. If you could tell us a little bit about that.
3: So the Pathfinder app is simply just the application to apply to the program. And I say apply to the program. There's uh, the criteria is 21 years of age, don't have a post-secondary degree and you've been out for two years. It's really to let us know, hey, I'm interested in coming back and finishing my degree. It's the the connection to the c2c coach that then will contact you and and get the ball rolling it's a very simple application very short and concise just gives us enough information to know you're eligible for the program and um to kind of know what your past history is with earned credits so we can know what direction the conversation needs to go
1: and is there an enrollment period or is this something that's available to folks uh, throughout the year
3: It is available throughout the year. You can apply at any time. Now, each of our institutions have specific deadlines for enrollment for the semesters, but that coach will will kind of guide you um, as to where you are in that process and set the expectations up front as to, yes, you can still be enrolled for this semester, or no, we're going to have to wait till the next. The other thing is that all of our institutions have mini sessions or intersessions, and that may be beneficial to some of these adult learners, and so it may be something that they could do immediately. Or the classes may be something you have to wait till the next semester for
1: Okay, so just got about less than a minute left and you know this is a financial a finance related show so uh, the, the, the life coach or the, the coaches is, 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 is a great benefit, uh, but also again, give us an idea of what sort of financial incentive uh, that folks in this program might be able to benefit from.
3: Our C2C Grants is um, a grant that will allow you to either pay a past debt or use it for current uh, financial obligations that you have to finish your degree.
1: All right. That is going to wrap us up for today. Money Talks is a production of MPB Think Radio, funded in part by generous financial support from you, our listeners. If you ever need to hear today's show or a previous show, one way to find it is to go to mpbonline.org slash moneytalks, or you can listen to a podcast. Just use your favorite podcast app and search for Money Talks. So for Nancy lodger anderson and our guest... Stephanie Bullock, I'm Kevin Farrell, inviting you to stay tuned up next in 10. It's In Legal Terms, and we'll be back next Tuesday at 9 for another Money Talks heard only on MPB Think Radio.